Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. Last weekend was TFCon Chicago 2022, and this week's episode is going to be the podcast panel that closed out the show. Daryl and Charles were our representatives on the panel, and they were joined by Diecast from Radio Free Cybertron, Mike Seibert from the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast, and Josh and Trish from More Than Meets the Ear. It was a great panel, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the uh, Pod Transformers Podcasters Roundtable. We're closing out TFCon Chicago 2022. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for hanging out till the end of the show. I think, yeah, we're, uh, it's, it's hard to follow Colin, but we, we, try to, we tend to do it every year. So. Uh, it's, but, uh, yeah, thanks for coming out. Uh, uh, we're, you know, there's a bunch of podcasts represented up here. Uh, you know, we all like talking into a microphone for some reason uh, about, you know, Transforming toys and plastic and everything, converting. Uh, <laughs> they're all they always trans. They're always transforming. I don't work for Hasbro. They're transforming toys. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I am uh, Big C Charles, aka Big C. I am the host of the Transmissions podcast, and uh, so uh, we do a weekly show. Uh, we do two, actually do two shows every week about toys and comics and media and all, all the good stuff and lots of other stuff. Uh, and so uh, I'm at we're at transmissionspodcast.com. So maybe I'll pass it over. Maybe I'll go to my right first. Okay, <laughs> I'm Diecast from uh, Radio Free Cybertron. We've been around for I think we just had our 23rd anniversary. So uh, we're a weekly podcast. Also, <laughs> you can uh, go to uh, tfradio.net uh, to kind of follow us there and. Uh, Thanks for coming to TFCon. Hi, I'm Mike Seibert. I'm the host of the Mike Seibert Radio podcast, and uh, I think this is my first time actually crashing the the uh, long-time first time, as, uh, as they say in the old uh, radio biz. I do a podcast that's Transformers adjacent. It's nobody's favorite Transformers adjacent podcast. Talk about like pop culture, movies, comics, TV, occasionally liquor, apparently. I, I review food now. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, but uh, this is my fifth TFCon, and um, and it's a great time. I, I think this is going to be a really fun conversation. We've got a terrific panel. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And with that, we'll go from the oldest person to the youngest person. Well, I, I, I think I'm going to jump in before we get oh, into okay. our, our our newbies. I'm oh, going to okay. come in and just you know just to you know reiterate the oldness factor here yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. sure so i'm i'm daryl i go by cybertronian beast and i'm also on the transmissions podcast um and uh you know like charles uh who neglected to mention that you know he's not the only host (laughs) Uh, it's just me (laughs) there can only be one so yeah we've uh you know we've been doing our show for over nine years now and uh crossed 500 episodes a a few months ago and uh yeah it's been fun we have uh, you know like you said two two shows a week and uh, one's toy centric, which is you know that's mainly me. I, I kind of you know helm that one, but uh, you know I follow Charles's uh, hosting lead. But uh, you know I, I do the majority of the buying, so I, I they <laughs> de- default to me most of the time. But uh, you know then we got the uh, the, the comic show, which is uh, which is uh, Jeremy, our, our tech guy, and uh, and Charles, our, our comics guru. So they uh, they both kind of take the lead on those ones when I just kind of sit back and just kind of listen. So. It's a, it's, it's a fun show and we, we really enjoy that. 
And uh, and yeah, so now we, we let's welcome our new our newbies. My throat is in danger. <laughs> uh, so I'm Josh, and I'm the host, one of the hosts of the More Than Meets the Ear podcast. This is a show where we talk about Transformers Cybertron. Uh, we really show that- don't. We don't talk about Transformers. We talk about everything else <laughs> except for Transformers Cybertron. You see what I have to deal with. <laughs> And along with me is... Uh, hi, guys. I'm Trish. Um, I'm actually part of two podcasts. So I work yeah, with I work with Josh here on More Than Meets the Air, and I'm actually also a part of a Swerve's Bar podcast, more on their D- Transformers D&D side. It's a homebrew, but they also do comics reviews, and I think they do movie reviews, too. Um, I, I just wanted to preface, your podcast is uh, older than me, just so you feel better. Oh, no. <laughs> <we> Damn. <laughs> Figured I'd start with that. Trish's baby. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty much the consensus around here. Yeah, that 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 tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're older than podcasts, so Yeah, that's true. Right. That, that's yeah. fair. All right, on that depressing note, um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, we're all here at, at TFCon Chicago having a great time. So uh, I thought maybe we just uh, Go around and talk about uh, what were the high points uh, for the show for each of us. So uh, maybe I'll start with Diecast on the le- on the right here. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna you know come out with the elephant in the room and uh, talk about the biggest controversy of the show being the hobby fans hobby. What's it? What's it? Fans model. So this is the this is the model kit that got sh- shown off during the third party panel. That uh, was mentioned to be a, a model kit, but never shown to be transforming. Fantasy model. That's fantasy it. model. Fantasy yeah. model. The Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Uh, which is Ma- I, mock mock. Is it mech mock? Was M E U G H mech? I think that's the name they're going with. I promise you, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's apparently fans' toys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fans' Maybe toys. Maybe fans' toys. Definitely fans' toys. Oh, um, yeah. It's not like Perfect Fusion. It's 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 definitely fans' toys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but we didn't think it actually transformed. Uh, and today we got an image of the the trailer. Uh, so it does transform or appears to transform. But then that is it still a model kit? You know, I guess we're going to have to wait until, uh, you know, 2030 when it re- gets released. And then, uh, you know, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk about it more then. But so it may this- be just a bunch of parts that form into, you know, it does the uh, transformium thing and then just uh, busts up and then reforms. And then, you know, yeah. Is this fan toys basically saying like, hey, how can we cut out some of the factory assembly time? <laughs> I think Let's so. just let them do it. Well, right. It's an IKEA situation. Is yeah, that yeah, definitely. Yeah. One of our, our another transmissions co-host Jeremy, who's off camera, he's mentioning that Kabaya kits do transform too. Those are model <laughs> kits, right? <laughs> well, to say nothing about Lego Optimus, also. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's another that's, one. That's awesome. I love the Legos. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Cool. Well. So that's your opening salvo. <laughs> I was just saying, what's, what's the question again? I forgot. As, as the room clears. It's yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I, 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 how, many ha- how many people in here like fan toys? Okay, a couple. Wow. Yeah, that's a couple. Was that four? Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
I, I, I would put my hand up if I could afford them most of the time. They're pretty expensive. Most of my friends only like Who in this room bought that one Fans Toys Quake Wave in the, that was in the dealer room? All right, you're all safe. <laughs> Did you want that one? Yes. Oh, okay. No. Wait, what was the question? one that got away? <laughs> all right, go ahead, Charles. I think this is going well. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, for me, the high point of the show was always just seeing all the fans and and you know, seeing my friends again that I that I always see behind the computer screen computer screen because uh, when we do our podcast, we're all in different cities. Uh, so when we talk to each other every week, uh, you know, it's it's just, you know, it's like a Zoom call, which, you know, people are now more familiar with uh, after 2020. But uh, we've been doing it, as Daryl said, for over nine years. So it's always good to see each other in person again and then see all our friends and see people who listen to the show and enjoy the show. It's always nice when, when people come up and, and uh, want to say hi. That's 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 my favorite part of TFCon is is the community and, and hanging out with the fans. And, uh, and the cosplay contest, I think this year would, it was, it was really packed. cool. It was, it was, yeah, it was really great seeing how enthusiastic everyone was about that. So. And the kids, there was so it's many, so yeah, cute. yeah, it was so many kids. I, it was incredible to see the kid participation this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So that that's um, the community. That's my that's my yeah. favorite part of TFCon. Yeah. You know? You're saying when you see people in person, it's like a Zoom call with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, no, because they close the bar. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah. So. Not that I would know. RIP visibility. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Well, I don't go as far back in convention going as some of my friends here on the panel. This was my first opportunity to meet Mr. Peter Cullen. Mm-hmm. Anybody else uh, have the opportunity to meet Mr. Cullen? I got a couple folks out oh, there. Oh, yeah, I lost. Nice. Good job. Well, well, we'll, you guys have stories, and I, I would, I would I, like I to ask you about some of your experiences. So but um, I, I had the most amazing experience uh, meeting Mr. Cullen, and um, he is a treasure that must be protected at all times. I was. Uh, um, I, I made uh, I made some really good uh, line buddies uh, of folks I was hanging out with in line, and the uh, uh, folks that were right after me had um, made this like hand crocheted Optimus that's like oh, yeah. bigger than oh hey that was you guys that was you guys hey. uh, bigger than the Robosyn Prime and it was huge yes it was a small was child tried to walk away with it. Oh, yeah, there was a kid. He was like, oh, that's so cool. And his dad was like, no, let it go. And Peter was like, you can't have that. That's mine. But it was it was such a special moment that they had because, like, they cried, and then he cried. And even though I had gone before them, I was I, I was already in my own feels because all I, I did, my, my experience was actually shockingly brief. I think I maybe spoke to him for less than 60 seconds. My bad. But, no, no, it's fine because it's – all I wanted to do, because, you know, it, autographs are just uh, pen on paper, but, like, I wanted the opportunity to shake Mr. Cullen's hand, look him in the eye, and just say, thank you. And he looks up with just, like, the, the warmest, sweetest Canadian eyes and just says, you're welcome. And my heart just melted, and it's just, like, 
And I, you know, if I had stayed even a moment longer, I would have just been a gooey mess and it just would have been a problem. So, so I go off to have the ink dry on my poster and then my new friends come up right behind me. And then the, uh, then, then, then the tears start. It was just, and I'm sure there were so many beautiful moments just like that. And I think that's one of the things that makes this particular TFCon uh, Chicago 2022 one for the books and, and one that's special. I, I, I know I'm going to take that experience with me and, uh, and keep it for a very long time. But, you know, so that, that's in terms of like highlights, but like the undercard, I'm here for friendship. Um, like, uh, like you guys were already saying, it's like I've met so many people that I haven't seen since before the pandemic. And I've seen just as many folks that um, I, I have made in the digital space, you know, Twitter, Facebook, social media, discords, and to connect with somebody in real life that you don't, it, it sometimes takes a moment to realize that you haven't actually met them before. Like, like I shook hands and did bro hugs with folks. And it's like, wait a sec, we've never actually met in person, but th- those friendships are so genuine and real that um, yeah, it's, it, just a uh, just celebrated friendship. It's a it's it's an amazing time. Um, so highlights. I mean, I I'm one of the Josh and I. We enjoy volunteering for TFCon. It's one of the highlights usually of our trip. It was an interesting experience this time. There were lots of ups and downs and squiggles along the way, but we had a really good time, and I got to see again some really good friends that I haven't seen you know in a long time. It was nice getting to spend some time with. Mr. Cullen, you probably saw us down there where we were the ones crushing your hopes and dreams. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Move along, move along. Uh, that, that was me. So I, I apologize in advance for all of that. But thank you, everybody, for being super understanding and helping that work. Uh, we couldn't have done it without your guys' cooperation. No, you guys are doing the Lord's work. I mean, again, give it up for the volunteers that, uh, that help make things so, um, so much easier. Because, like, you know, every line needs to get moving and... Somebody has to do the yeoman's work, so I I I appreciate the work you guys do. It's a lot of fun. It's most, this is a little bit of work and a lot of fun. I just going off of the all all this Peter Cullen talk, like the the highlight I think of the show for me, and it's weird because it wasn't my story. It's twofold, and it both have both of them happened while I was uh, working in in the room with Peter Cullen. One is silly, and the other is going to break you. I'll start please, with the silly. Please not one. again. I can't, can't do it again. <laughs> My absolute favorite line in any work of Transformers ah, whatsoever yes. is in the G1 episode Prime Target. And it is when Optimus Prime says, Amazing! A booby trap that actually catches boobies. Some young lady brought in a sports bra. And it said on there. It had a picture and the text, amazing, a booby trap that actually catches boobies and had Mr. Cullen sign it. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was borderline for us. We were supposed to catch anything that he may not have wanted to sign it with, but we, it was a technicality. Yeah, I broke. She, she wasn't wearing the bra. No, 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 no. <laughs> It was clean, which is what I can say for more than some of the t-shirts that were brought for him to sign. I've been to those kind of parties so. before. <laughs> oh, I like all right, now the other one. Prepare your tissue boxes. There was this very sweet young lady uh, in a wheelchair with uh, some cosplay uh, Starscream wings that she wanted to get Peter Cullen to sign. And she told this beautiful story about 
what whatever whatever her medical journey was. Uh, and apparently at some point in her history, she was very likely not going to live. And that was right around when uh, Transformers Prime was airing. And she said she discovered that show, and through that and very much through Pitt, uh, Cullen's portrayal of Optimus, it kind of helped give her the strength to move on. And from that, I what I gathered was that uh, after that, was when she started having enough mobility to move around in a wheelchair. And so one of the things she said was, now I can roll out. And, or no, it was, sorry. It was, it was Peter. Peter said, said, Peter, said Peter, told her, Peter told her, roll out. And she, and she just said, I can. And everyone in the room just melted. It was. That was one of the more touching ones. A few of them were genuinely very sad, and some of them were very happy. Peter Peter went through a lot of emotions yesterday, and I think a lot of us, especially yeah. those of us who were there with him for longer, did as well. Um, but it was it was a long day, regardless. Yeah, I, I'm I am so blessed to have witnessed that because that's a memory that's going to stay with me. Well, because I was going to say it's like you know I briefly told my story, but you folks, both of you, got to experience. All of our stories. It was a lot. In, a in, lot in terms process. of helping Mr. Cullen, and it's just like I—I I don't know if I can even comprehend that—that—that that, that feeling of just taking it all in and processing it. It's you know, Josh, you were telling me about like you know, like some of the like first responders and military folks, and just that this such wide swath. This uh, this fandom is so wide and deep, and the depth and breadth of it, and and the and the generations and the iterations, and. And it and it's it's this guy, this particular person more than anybody else means so much to so many of us across the spectrum. It's uh, it's just incredible. There's not really a niche, you know. It it doesn't matter where you come from, what your profession is. You'd be amazed, you know. There's people that you would see, like we had a, a gentleman who's in the Marine Corps, and he's relatively high up in his command position, and you would never know just. To speaking with him regularly, that he is that a dedicated Transformers fan, and it's very interesting to see the people who came from all walks of life, and were still that heavily impacted by Mr. Cullen. Yeah. Wow. All right, follow that up, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say the line, by the way? Let's talk Transformers. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah I don't I really should have gone before you Um, so mainly my high points are always toy related which is uh, not a surprise to anybody who knows me but um, uh, and and genuinely uh, this show um, would have had my my highlight been toy related if uh, if if last night hadn't happened and our journey didn't take us into a specific room, <laughs> which, which is, this. which is now the highlight of this entire con for me. <laughs> um, and, and this room I believe was, I mean, there's a kid in the room. I can't really get into it, but it's, um, it was adult themed. They, I, see, I see a lot of kids in the room. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
So I'm at this table. <laughs> so there are kids. We're, and, we're all kids. Yes. Kids at heart. But uh, this, uh, this, this, this room was much more adult themed than I, uh, than I ever in my wildest dreams thought what I would see here at a Transformers convention. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's. I mean, if you didn't have a chance to see this room or happen upon it as, as a as a thinking it's a parts party that you're just going to go in and you'll check out some toys. Which I mean, it's technically true. Um, but uh, oh, those kind of parts! <laughs> oh, he just got it. He just got it. Okay, guys, stick around for transmissions after hours after this. Yeah, <laughs> but it uh, it definitely was a was a was a interesting was an interesting sight. Um, and and I'm, it was it was a blast. But yeah, it was uh, that's the highlight of my weekend so far. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and and the excuses, the excuses that came out of people's mouths to get out of that room was uh, was crazy. So I mean, I just happened to get a phone call from your wife. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. Come, yeah, my wife is calling. And he, you know, Charles. You know, that's uh, you know. Thanks we, for thanks we, for calling me out, there. We know, we know it's BS, man. We know it's BS. So you know, but uh, yeah, that is. I mean, yes, I bought a very expensive G1 toy, but. That's okay. This is my highlight. <laughs> Just walking around the hotel aimlessly until I found the room. <laughs> this 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 fandom always, you know, surprises, evolves, and transforms. <laughs> How yes. many of those Ron Friedman panels? We're you all were working on that for a while. Our own way. We start yeah. off as little babies, and then we transform into young adults, and then we transform into old people, and. Uh, I love Ron Friedman. He is a delight. He, is a he was great. He was great, too. He was chatty today. He was, mm-hmm. he was feeling very well. Well, Daryl, uh, since you brought it up, maybe, we, maybe we'll start on your side now. Toy highlights. So what? So okay, what, yeah, sure what, what, what did you pick up? What did, what, what's the awesome uh, So, yeah, I did, I did happen upon, I mean, I often will forget that, um, that the, uh, the gentleman art, that runs the Artfire 2000 uh, site will, will – only exclusively come to the American shows. So as being uh, Canadian, I will frequent the, uh, the Canadian show every single year because it's, it's fairly easy for me to get to. But um, when I get a chance to see the Artfire 2000 booth, I'm drawn to it like a magnet. And I went there and just kind of beelined for this, uh, you know, these Japanese exclusive figures that were in boxes that I never get to see. And, uh, I ended up buying an uh, in-box G1 Victory Leo uh, that was, I mean, he should have three missiles. And the guy said he didn't have any. And then when I opened it up, it had one. So I'm like, I only need one. So, you know, I was very happy. And uh, it's gorgeous. So I'm, I'm very happy with my purchase. And, uh, but it blew my budget. Like, the doors hadn't even opened and my budget was gone. So... You know, I I just wandered the convention for the next two days. <laughs> I, I just need to know, did anybody here stay within their budget? Or it, what, wow. What's a, what's a budget? <laughs> oh, you're doing it wrong, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's cheating. <laughs> I have $3 left. <laughs> oh, okay. What about, uh, what about you guys, the new people? The newbies. What toys we got? Yeah, highlights. What'd toy highlights. So, almost exclusively, I only bought MMC figures. Not not necessarily deliberately. It's just a matter of what I was able to find. 
Uh, I already mentioned I was looking for a fan's choice Quake Wave, and somebody got to it before I did. But uh, I I picked up hmm, what, what what so I got three of them. Uh, I don't even remember what they are anymore. <laughs> Nobody knows except for you. Oh, Deathsaurus. Deathsaurus <laughs> is the important one. That's the one I was excited about. And I they, and had, I got they had them in the room, eh? I didn't. I never saw them. And I and I. And I was I found like a hundred and twenty something uh, Cybertron Scourge because my girlfriend's sister was like, "Josh, you must find me a Cybertron Scourge." I never got that one as a child. I still blame my parents for this. I'm like, okay, I'll keep my eyes open. <laughs> then I tell her about it. I'm like, eh, I might need a couple of paydays to pay that back. And then as I'm wandering around rooms on Friday night, I see one for sixty five mint in sealed box. I'm like. I already got it for you. You're fine. We got this. So she's going to be very happy when I get home. I managed to pick up the uh, really nice MMC Tarn. So I like that's a really nice figure. I picked up a couple of the Cyberverse class uh, 2012 Transformers Prime figures, the itty bitty guys. I think they're freaking adorable. And what else? I got one of these. Oh, I'm going to get the Jurassic Park set. I like that set. The Transformers oh, Jurassic yeah, yeah, Park yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that one's really cool. I like the mul- uh, the redeco for the Tyrannosaurus and the redeco for you're, the Jeep. You're going to get it? You didn't yet? It's waiting for me. I haven't picked uh, it up yet. I, I was going to say, convention's over, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no, she has connections. Yeah. Ah, yes, yeah. yes. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> you would think... But no. I think it's more that she's a volunteer for yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's been to, like, Frank Todaro's Christmas parties. Hey, she I just li- knows everyone. You just gotta Humble live in brag. California, guys. Okay. <laughs> I also go to... It, I haven't been going to conventions for that long, but I go to a large quantity. And so you see the same people over and over again, and you're like, oh, you remember that time? Yeah, I do. Oh, you know, just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Well, you're like an accidental uh, Transformers influencer. Like, you're friends with everybody. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, think I don't just stop like talking. You. I don't know, man. I just, apparently, there's people who know me that I don't know, and that's astounding on my end, but so I've been told, I suppose. I love it. <laughs> so I got me some toys. I, did, I didn't bring all of them. As, as uh, on the audio, you hear me shuffling around with my backpack and stuff. <gasps> Yes, that, yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's and my not friends, what it is. All my friends are like, can, I can see behind pitch. the table. It's not what he's playing. With. <laughs> uh, but no, I, so this is this is kind of like a big reveal for uh, members of my audience. They're either like here or watching on the the transmissions live stream. I got the last of the um, the siege mold uh, sideswipe Lambo Rangers. I've been looking for. Um, I. Uh, I, I don't remember when I started collecting this mold, but somewhere along the way, I started picking up Siege Sideswipe molds. And uh, this is the, uh, he's what, Covert Clone Sideswipe or some such. It's the G2 Deco. But he was part of like a, um, an Amazon 2-pack that, um, that wasn't hard to find up until like it clarenced out and disappeared before I even started collecting the mold, and that became very hard to find. Um, I, I have now all of the, uh, the Siege Sideswipe mold. So from, like, uh, Siege Sideswipe all the way up through Clampdown and everything in between, including Gigawatt, who is a Sideswipe. So how um, many does that bring you to? Twelve. That's a lot. Yeah, it's... Uh, 
Yeah, it, it's um, it's a lot, but but this guy has been eluding me for a while, and I got a really good deal on him. I'm very satisfied. So now, um, at a, as one of the things we come to conventions for, this collection is now complete. I hope they don't make any more. So, what's that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so actually, I ended up buying the whole Alpha Strike Counterforce. So 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 I've got um, not flywheels. What is his name? Slam dance, thank you. I was looking for the Phantom Strike Squadron, the counter to that, because I'm I'm a seeker collector. Yeah, yeah. So I've been dying for that Skywarp, and I only saw one. It was just too much. It's, I've, I've been looking for one. Like, I'm, you know, they're expensive, and I get that, but this one was just exorbitant. So if you know anybody who's looking to get rid of a Phantom Strike Squadron, I'm your gal. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, well, what's your favorite one? Um, I like Blue Deep Cover, the, the, the Netflix one. Because, like, I um, I don't really care about Sideswipe as a character, but I just, I love fiddling with this mold. So uh, sure, of course. Yeah, definitely. But um, I, I like the colors on it. And, and with the blue deep cover, I, I'm a sucker for that shade of blue. Um, and the color combination of, like, the blue, black, and gray with the flash of silver in the battle damage, that's, like, the only figure of any of that WFC line where the, the he actually wears the battle damage well um, because, like, the silver kind of, like, cuts across the, the front of his hood and it just looks like the paint is skimmed off. It's a really cool effect and also have a, a special place for it because it's the first one I got and actually kind of kicked off all this nonsense. Um, so yeah, I guess I gotta give a, a shout out to my buddy Nemesis Slime for saying like, "Hey man, I see it here in the store. Uh, I know you like it. Do you want it?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah, whatever." He gives it to me, and now I got like like so many Pokemon, I gotta catch them all. <laughs> and um, but but it, it got me thinking. I was ex- I was inspired by a purchase that Jeremy had made earlier. He's uh, he's just got off camera, but he got a, a reissue Stepper. And I, I love that, that um, uh, Transformers Collection storybook box thing. And I've got so many sideswipes. I had to get the... <laughs> I found myself a reissue, like, literally on my last leg around the floor. So now I actually have a, a relatively minty uh, G1 sideswipe to go with my more contemporary sideswipe. So it's uh, all sideswipe all the time. <laughs> You don't even like Sideswipe. No, no. I, again, Sunstreaker's better, and yeah, I just, I just don't care. I mean, you know, it's like give me your my rocket pack now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Oh yeah, and I got myself a, um, a Kitty Ears uh, Soundwave pin from Plushy. I, I had to, you, I had to get. That. You want to talk pins, buddy? I, I'm all about that soft Soundwave content, yo. Well, for me, it, it wasn't a big toy show uh, this year for me, uh, but I did uh, just in just uh, this afternoon. I was wandering around and I did see uh, a little-known figure uh, known as Straxus. Anybody heard of Straxus? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there was a, tra- a. Oh no! So yeah, so this this was actually uh, uh, Transformers United Straxus. So I picked this one up. It was, uh, it was forty-five dollars, and then I was walking around. And I saw it somewhere else for seventy-five dollars. So I was. Uh, I was pretty happy. I felt like I, I got a little bit of a deal, maybe, but I was willing to pay it. But I, I picked it up, and I'm a big fan of the comics. So uh, having a having a character from back in the '80s uh, in the Marvel comics 
uh, was a you know uh, he's a maybe maybe if I, if, I, if I get to a show with, and Bob Budiansky is there, I'll have him uh, have him sign that one too. So. He might be in L.A. He goes to the L.A. one. Okay, yeah. well, I don't know if I'll get out to that one, but uh, that's a, that's definitely something to keep in mind. So. Got Orlando coming up. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one will be fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, folks, they're uh, watching I'm at home coming. on the live stream. We're here in the room like, when to Colin and Gang announced uh, TFCon Orlando. Oh, it's on yes. Twitter right now. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So wow. I would say at the very least, because I tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that somebody got a pic of like the first time they showed the graphic, because I was going to retweet it, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, come on, come on. <laughs> and then finally they put up the graphic again. I'm like, okay, fine. I, I immediately texted Ant. I'm like, my friend. So. <laughs> awesome, yeah. All right, Diecast. Uh, all right, so I didn't expect to buy that much because uh, a lot of times when I come to these conventions, I just like to see what's out, see them on display, and kind of plan my purchases, especially with, like, the test shots and all that stuff. So I'm planning for future when I come to these things just to see what I like. Um, but I always get some exclusives. So I got the Delta Magnus. I got the, uh, steel jaw, which is the one I knew coming to the show that I wanted, uh, which is amazing. Uh, then I saw the Sunstorm uh, seeker mold from make toys at a uh, TF source. And because I got Sunstorm, I had to get the other two. Yeah, so I got the the purple and the blue one as well. Uh, And then today, uh, when I went to the Robosyn booth, I've always eyed that Optimus Prime. Oh, no. Oh, no. And they have a base that they're going to be releasing that they showed today at the table. It's not... It's not official. It's not. Yet. It's not official yet. So uh, not supposed to talk. Get about those exclusives, yo. So don't tell but, anyone else. But it may or may not worth work with Alexa, and that was kind of like the additional thing to like. I need that Optimus Prime now. So TF Source had a sale on it on their website, uh, which is like seven ninety nine. And Robeson also said that once that collector's one is done. Because now they're releasing a one that's a little bit smaller. So the bigger one is the collector's one. And once that's done, they're not making anymore. So I knew I had to like pull the trigger now and get one before I'm not able to get it. But so that was that was a big show purchase. Uh, but thankfully I was able to buy it online, even though I consider it a show purchase because I, you know, it would have been hard to take on the plane to get home. So it just worked out better with shipping that I'm sending it home. Who here has a Robosin? Anybody have a Robosin? You guys like them? I have a, a fundamental problem with it. I mean, it's the fact that I can't display it in robot mode without it being on is a yeah. big problem for me. Well, how about they if have, you get they a stand? Have a stand will will uh, will solve that. Yes, yeah. but then it also creates a, a very very large footprint for it. So yeah, I, the 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 Alexa uh, thing is is uh, is a big uh, um, you know plus, but I I'm not going to constantly talk to it. <laughs> so, so you know, what, what is the reason that you can't stay because it's it's the 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 servos 
which are 60, the 60 servos, I think you said, like right? It, they all need power all the time. So when it's right? on in robot mode, it's always moving. So it'll just breathe yeah. like this. And then if yeah. you turn it off, it just goes. Yeah, it just, so it just falls over. It. Yeah. So just like all of us. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I had friends in line that I met at this convention who were kind of talking me into the uh, RoboSyn. So, you know, I actually wasn't. You guys are pushers. <laughs> I wasn't intending to get one, um, but I was at San Diego Comic Con this year. I actually volunteered for that, and Hasbro was running trivia at their booth, and it was free to co- compete in the trivia. And the grand prize for winning was a RoboSyn signed by Peter Cullen. Oh. So wow. I happen to be one of the people who won. Wow. 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 So, Humble brag. <laughs> so because otherwise I wasn't, it was just out of my price range. So yeah. it was super exciting to get to have, you know, the RoboSyn and get to play with it and everything. And mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. it was, it's a lot of fun. I'm really glad I have a RoboSyn now. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm so work. What character are you guys hoping that RoboSyn is going to come out with? I heard they did that little voice trailer that made it sound like they were going to do a Bumblebee. Mm. I don't know. I, mean, I think it'd be fun to have. We a pushed them on it. The we office. pushed them on it today, and they were given no hints at all. But it, it, uh, I mean, so yes, a transforming jet that is on a stand and it could transform uh, on the stand would be amazing. Well, you know what would be cool is if they released a Megatron and you could like link them up so they could have choreographed battles. Yeah, oh like that gosh. would be really cool. So that, the, so that the input was going to both of them at the same time. So, you know, Optimus would throw a punch and Megatron would go back like this. <laughs> or something like that. I think that'd be a lot of fun to, yeah. to do. Because exactly what the world needs right now is, like, a super smart AI <laughs> robot that turns into a gun. Well, it's, it won't. It'll be a tank. Submarine. Ah. It's, a it's, it's a submarine. It's not a gun. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, we we have we had seen the prototype before the Robus and Optimus Prime was announced. The prototypes had been floating around online, and we had talked about them on our podcast. And we had seen there was another one like that a was years before. Yeah, 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 it was a couple of years ago. And the, yeah, That's there right. was a Constructicon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a it was it, it was looked a like a, it was a scrapper uh, yeah. uh, backhoe that did the same thing. So I mean, it's they already have the design out there. I mean. So I, fully combining sentient yeah, robotic the devastator. Yeah. A devastator that, that oh combines God. on its own and stands now, up. Now that's more of a problem. That would be $10,000. Insane. Yeah. That would be like police equipment. Devastator. <laughs> Merch for the kill. Knock the door down. <laughs> Tackle. Go. Oh, gosh. Wow. I mean, we could move into we, – we often, in these panels, we'll often take some questions from the audience as well, like if anybody's got some questions. Say, there's a microphone, there is a right, microphone there the right there. Yeah. right there. And, uh, and we, do, we do often, you know, we'll, we'll answer podcast-related questions. If you guys want to ask us anything specific about the show itself, we can, you know, uh, like what we've done here at the show or, you know, our show specifically, um, if anyone's got any of those. But we'll, you know, just come up to the mic if you want. We've, uh, but we can, we'll just continue BSing up here. Uh, well, you know, if anyone's got anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about existential dread and ennui as much as the day is long. But <laughs> I don't know if that's what we want to talk about. I mean, how, I'm just curious for a show of hands. How many are planning to go to either LA or Orlando? I'm planning on both. That's why I have that's two hands. Oh, oh, we're doing two hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. We got one in the back. When is 
Uh, March, 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 March uh, 11th and 12th. Yeah. yeah, it'll be at the Burbank Hotel, the same one they did it at last time, earlier this year. It was a lot of fun. I highly recommend going if you're going to go to a con because all of the actors live out there. And all of the writers live out there. So it's, it's a 10-minute drive or a 20-minute drive as opposed to flying four hours across the country. Yeah. 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 We had quite the turnout. You know, here there were four guests plus Peter Cullen. I think in L.A. earlier this year, uh, we had like 30 guests. No, yeah, no, to run them the war for Cybertron. Oh, panel. that was just the yeah. war for Cybertron panel. Okay, no, there were like forty guests. Yeah. <laughs> well, what uh, I have a question to to everyone here. Like, how did you guys feel about the attendance at this one? Because this felt like, I mean, I I went to uh, we went to TFCon Toronto a few months ago, and it was still kind of it was it was good, but it was it did not feel like super crowded. And this this one, it felt like we're we're post pandemic at this point. Everyone's back. Everyone is is here and ha- and hanging out. And you know, it it felt full. So I mean, of course, there on the flip side, there's a little bit of anxiety there because <laughs> you know, if you're if you're not used to the crowds coming back, you know, I I wore masks the whole time running walking around the show just you know just for. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think, you know, I think so. genuinely um, because today's crowd was very much what we typically see at a TFCon and. You know, even L.A., L.A. was very busy, but I, I genuinely think it was Peter Cullen's attendance that just, and because most of the people I saw, even the people who came through Peter Cullen's line yesterday, they had on those purple Saturday-only wristbands, was most of who I saw yesterday, especially the people who aren't typically a part of the usual, you know, TFCon attendance. You know, I had people coming through the line yesterday that were like, oh, I've only ever seen, you know, the Bayverse movies. You don't get a lot of those people at TFCon because right. it's a generally, you know, inclusive Transformers convention. They're going to, if they've seen the movies, they're more likely to go to a typical Comic-Con than a Transformer-centric Comic-Con or convention. Mm-hmm. So I think it really was Peter Cullen's attendance because today, usually at TFCon, the Saturday to Sunday ratio is very similar. It's not vastly, it's different, but it's not vastly different. And yesterday's attendance to today's attendance was vastly different. And the only thing that changed was Peter Cullen was here yesterday and not today. I mean, yeah. I didn't look at any of the, the lines. I didn't get, get to go down and, and see where Peter Cullen you, you was or anything. You didn't want to. No. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. But, but I was in the room where David Kay was, you know, had a lineup going on. And his lineup was insane, right? So he was, as Peter Cullen was a huge draw, as he should be, David Kay is no slouch. Right. He was in L.A. too, and he had he had a long line the entire con. Yeah, I know it's like they set that up for me or something. I thought I was going to stand out there. Yeah. Well, great, we got a question from <laughs> Alpha Magnus. So it's not even a question; uh, it's more of a hypothetical. Um, I was talking with someone out there, and we like randomly came up with this. You know how um, James Earl Jones just retired? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What mm-hmm. do you think the possibilities of Peter Cullen getting the same treatment? That's a you know, I think eventually, but not in the near future. That yeah. role is far too near yeah. and dear to his heart. And if you were in, if you got to see yeah. Peter Cullen this I'm, I'm weekend, saying, it's very genuinely a like huge a part of his life. A sunsetting yeah. of it, of it, like, yeah. let's just do this. Let's let's not because every time that anyone else plays it, and mind you, I'm looking forward to Alan Tudyk. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, way more than I should be because <laughs> that guy's in everything. And thanks to that, I'm now making a. Uh, Alan Tudyk toy collection. So, I have to buy okay. <laughs> so you, you got a little hey hey yeah, plushie, got, right? You got to buy a whole bunch of stupid okay. ones. Yeah. And uh, anyway, that was that was the question. Do you think that we 
think that that's a would be a good thing, or is that just going to perpetuate the him forever? You know, I be, I think Peter Cullen will do it as long as he's physically able. Yeah. Well, that's that's what James Earl Jones did. Yeah, yeah. He just hit the point where he's like, "This ain't gonna last forever, guys." Let's, yeah. let's do this. Jumping off that, I think Peter Cullen will do it as long as he is invited to. Yeah. yeah. I think part of the reason we don't see him so much in, or rather hear him so much anymore, is that whatever projects are being produced are, for example, with the Netflix one, they're going with with uh, act, with voice actors that are not in, uh, that are using non-union. Non-union. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is why it takes so long for us to release episodes, because I can't talk, so I just have to spend all my time editing it to make it sound like I can talk. He still can't talk. <laughs> so to springboard but, off that, like, do you guys want to see like more shows without Optimus at all? Because at a certain point, you gotta. I think yes, there's a chance for new generation Transformers, but I'm I'm still comfortable with the idea of doing an Optimus Prime as long as they make it their own, right? I'm happy seeing you know all of us love Optimus as Peter Cullen, sure, but. You know, Optimus is a central part of the story, and if they want to continue telling it with the characters that we know and love, eventually getting a different actor as Optimus is going to have to be an option. But make it your own performance. Don't try and springboard off of Peter Cullen when that's not something you can physically do. I kind of want Transformers what if. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that'd be I, yeah, no, I think I think that would be great. And and to say nothing about the the ethical implications of, like, AI voice stuff and you know, what rights you have to your likeness, like that... That uh, that announcement about the James Earl Jones thing kind of kind of made me weirdly uncomfortable, and yeah. so like in a sense, it's like I think once Mr. Cullen is done, that that iteration is done. Now yeah. we're all crass and cynical, and I'm sure there will continue to be a host of imitators with uh, continuing diminishing returns. But I I like the perspective of new people with new takes. And stories that don't even involve Optimus, like yeah. you know, like you were saying, yeah. like yeah. Transformers, what if type yeah. of thing. Uh, the, the Transformers universe is so vast. I mean, it's like you know, one of like our most beloved comics is is uh, well, yeah, and more than or meets we can the go eye. To Caminus, you know, there's exactly. options, mm-hmm. and and there's so many folks that aren't the main cast, like you know, wh- whoever like your main seven is. You know, whether whether it be Optimus, Megatron, Soundwave, Bumblebee, you know, how, however far you want to go to that. There's such a deep cast that you don't, you kind of don't need those folks. Like they can be yeah. on Mount Rushmore by themselves, and just you can tell compelling, interesting stories without those characters. Um, with regards, with regards to Stan, or with, with regards to Peter Cullen as a as the person, um, I I think he will he will move into. I I've always felt this as as. You know, I've met him a long uh, a while ago, and uh, I always felt like he should move into more of a uh, of a Stan Lee role yeah. in, in in Transformers, where he's a figurehead, where he's not generally used, but Almost seen. Like he's seen everywhere. He's a human mascot. If he wants that role, he goes to the conventions. He signs everyone's stuff, um, and. Uh, and then he's just, he's there, he does his, you know, he waves his hand, you know, he shakes the hands and waves and, and you know, talks and tells the stories. And then he goes home with his big check, right? Yeah. And and that's, you know, and that's it. And he does that until he's ready to call it quits. You know, whether he can go and do it, the stuff in the video or the voice booth or not is beside the point. But 
you know, if he wants to, Transformers is always going to be his home, and and he can he can come to a Transformers convention and get a big check uh, forever. Well, I think I think even when he cannot really extend and maintain the voice for long periods of time, he'll still come and and do be with the fans because he does genuinely enjoy seeing his fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hello. So my question is, so with the since I know some of you guys have purchased their exclusives, do you plan on opening them, if, uh, or do you plan on just like, keeping them yourself? Because I bought the Delta Magnus. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, and I was just playing with it. And it was, I know it's an expensive figure, but I'm having a blast with it. Right, yeah, I love it. Diecast, that's for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're gonna box collector Civil War. I love it. I'm probably gonna leave Delta Magnus in the box for a little bit just okay. to see, like, it. I'm out of display space right now also, so I have to kind of, you know, rearrange my my setup and see what fits in and what doesn't. So I don't want to open anything now till I get that kind of straightened out. Um, but all the other exclusives, like, yeah, I plan on opening right away. So you're talking about the the exclusive for this convention, yes. right? Okay, because there was a Delta Magnus exclusive in 2019, okay. which was a blue like Optimus redeco. This mm-hmm. one's the God Delta. Yeah, yeah. I meant yeah. the God Delta. That's what yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, wait, yeah. which one is it? <laughs> yeah. I knew what you meant. Yeah, the God Delta. That's what I meant. Yeah, God Delta, I have yeah. the God Delta. It's a really good figure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So do we run it? I, I'm not a huge third party guy. So like, do we do we run into like? Box collectors, like like yes. do people just like have them in boxes, like sealed I do. and don't open them. Me, That's down here. Madness, down here. Yeah, I, mean, I do. Release <laughs> them from that plastic prison. Madness. So so sometimes we sometimes it happens to us and we don't choose to. But it just we don't have time to play with stuff and we we buy them intending to play yep. with them but never get around to opening them. I've got the. I might um, be talking about the, myself. The, the Mastermind Creations uh, Death Head at home. I've never opened it. It's just sitting there. Why? And, it's just it just it got brought home and and put on a shelf because I really like the way it looked. Plus, it's got a window box. You open it up oh, and you can okay. see it. See, right? That and, was gonna, that was going to be my next question and, because, like, I mean, as Hasbro is going more towards like windowless boxes, mm-hmm. uh, me as a box collector, I'm facing an existential crisis. Sure. <laughs> like so, like my my Studio Series eighty six array is all jacked up now it's like i've got like giant windows i've got tiny windows with no plastic now i'm gonna get like windowless boxes it, it, it's it's just gonna be a nightmare but tough. anytime i post about that folks say well open up your toys and play with them they're toys so i do like like i collect a lot of star wars black series i collect a lot of uh gi joe classified series so i i can i can snip that little teeny thin band of tape and pull it out and play with it and then put it back in the box and display it. So a lot of third-party stuff I see is just windowless boxes, like Takara Masterpiece stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't I can't fathom the perspective of just putting a box that's literally a box with a picture of art on your shelf. Well, that's uh, just me. That's a lot just of me. that is because in Asia, um, if you go into a toy store, uh-huh. if you can see the toy it's perceived as being for children. If it's a box with art, it's perceived as being for an adult. So that's why a lot of third party actually has, uh, you know, fully uh, closed boxes Mm -hmm. is because it's meant for adults. Um, Even like 
I think like MMC or what the ones that were doing the window boxes, they would actually do a window box for the U.S. market. And over in uh, Asian market, they would actually do a closed box. God, the more you know. And, and again, I got nothing against the boxes. I mean, I mean, like especially like MMC, that that box art is just gorgeous and beautiful and and terrific pieces. But yeah, it's like yeah, play with your toys, mm-hmm. unless unless they're Super Seven and they're mint on card and you can't like. Anyway, that, that's not the question. Another question. Another question. question. Another question. Get me out of this ditch. We, we I've got myself into. Go it's okay. It's okay. I don't know when this shit up either. <laughs> All right, this is less of a question, but more of an idea that I have. And I'm just picking backing off your what if Transformers idea, which in this case I see more as a Star Wars Clone Wars idea sure. rather than what if. But is it, but this is typically a more interesting case. Um, we we really haven't scratched the surface on Transformers huh? on the fr- Transformers franchise, especially on the Exodus from Cybertron. Sure. We've only seen the fact that the Autobots and Decepticons take their fight to take their fight to Earth, but that's in one fraction. Of the entire military. I mean, they scattered across the entire universe. That's a nice idea. And I'll, I'll tell I'll tell anybody who listens that I think we need at least a series or a movie realization of the aligned continuity novels. So Transformers Exodus and Exiles, where we go to different planets and we see them interact with different civilizations and what the war does to those planets. That We see that in those novels, but they're not... A lot of people haven't read them. They're incredible books. Like, not only oh, are they yes. cool Transformers novels, but they're amazingly written by very, very talented authors. So go read them. And, yeah, I think we should have more media based strictly on, you know, without humans. What is it like <laughs> not on Earth, right? What is it not like on Earth? Exactly. It's like there are other there are other plants, and trust me, it gets worse. Right. Yeah, I, I agree that that would be great to explore. I mean, I on the plane ride over here, I watched Buzz Lightyear. Which was actually was a it was actually really, really decent yeah. movie. Um, and that was, you know, kind of the whole, like, they were exploring, but they got stranded on the planet. And then, you know, they basically colonized and made a life there. And I think that's a great idea uh, for another Transformers, you know, story or something to where you have these, you know, new characters, new everything, just, just a whole... Just something brand new and uh, colonize a, a planet after they left Cybertron or something. I think that would really work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right on. Well, thank you very much. Also, if anyone, I don't even care if anyone's in here as a writer for a TV show, make that idea happen. <laughs> That's a golden opportunity. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. So let me throw some kerosene on, on this uh, fire over here. How, how do we feel about squishy humans in, uh, in Transformers? Are we, are we human? Yes. Are we humans? No. I, I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of my friends recently. I got a, I got a thumbs down, <laughs> double thumbs down. Um, I got a, I got a shaky wavy hand over there. I got a thumbs down, but um, with, with earth spark being um, eminent, it really kind of uh, brings back up to the forefront the debate of whether we need humans in Transformers or not. Um, and yeah, I just, I yeah. well, just kind of so, wonder what the I temperature mean, was. If, if I if I can just that's that's one of my one of my hobby horses is for yes. the, at least for the for the um, for the Bay movies is that uh, you know 
I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't have a problem with humans being there, but humans should not be the main characters. Absolutely. It's the tra- the Transformers Absolutely. are the main characters. They should be the stars of the show. The humans can be the side characters. I mean, they're there. I mean, I also, I think having the human presence gives you a sense of the Transformer scale and, and how you can relate to how, you know, how they're relating to people. But it's real. it's the Transformers. It's their story. It's not Mark Wahlberg's story. It's not Shia LaBeouf's story. <laughs> It's Optimus Prime story. It's Bumblebee story. It's Starscream story. It's Megatron story. It, you know, the Dece- and I and I think you should have the Decepticons should be as much narratively driving the story as the Autobots. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I mean, Autobots good, Decepticons bad. Sure, but I mean, I think we've also we've had lots of Transformer stories that have gotten beyond that and more complex, where you yeah. you get into the Decepticons as much as you get into the Autobots. I think all of that should uh, should be. Front and I, I, that's why I'm actually in, in excited about Earthspark because I see, you know, some of the previews of Earthspark. You see Megatron and Optimus working together, and there's a question like, what's going on, and why is why are some of the Decepticons calling Megatron a traitor? That's intri- that I'm, that's something that you know we haven't. I mean, we saw a little bit of the in the IDW comics. We haven't seen that before in uh, in visual media there. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, definitely with kids, uh, yeah. they they. They need to, if it's a TV show primarily for kids, they need to have humans and adults and kid characters in it because it humanizes the, the uh, you know, Transformers and it makes the kids be able to relate to it a lot more. Um, but if you were going to an adult style or even, you know, the big screen, the movies, stuff like that, it, it, it's less of a need and less of a need to more prominently display them like, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, I think, you know, when we first see Transformers, it is targeted towards, you know, kids. So we see that human element that's necessary to create a, a narrative that people can relate to and kids can relate to. And, you know, we've, we've seen a couple shows that have branched off of that. Um, you know, Cyberverse had pretty much no human interaction. And then Transformers Prime started with the humans as side characters and then branched. I mean, you hardly see the humans at all in season two right. or yeah, three. Right. So I, there are pieces of media that have done it well. And I'm going to sort of branch off that these concepts and like really dig into what the issue with humans in transformers is because the issue isn't humans Mm. the issue is the writing and the characters because a lot of a lot of transformers cartoons just throw human children into the story and do little or nothing to justify why human children are involved in this giant robot civil war and you have something like the show we, the show we talk about is Transformers Cybertron <laughs> where the dub tries to make them have a reason to be there by saying like the kids only human children can hear the omega frequency <laughs> which is completely an invention of the english dub in japan they're just there with no explanation and you know, I was I was wondering how long it was going to take you to start talking about Cybertron but to be fair it took me less time to start talking about prime <laughs> <laughs> And we have something like Prime where the kids are involved because they just happened upon the Transformers and the Autobots are taking them into custody to protect them from Decepticons who might go after them. And they just kind of stick around. Like, Which as makes an intro. Like I would too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes sense why the kids would want to stick around. It doesn't make sense why the Autobots would let them stick around once they make it clear that the, the humans are not really in danger. 
And in but fact, then they are. later on, they become in danger because they stuck around with the Autobots so long. And then they were a- the Decepticons are able to use the humans to track down where the Autobots are. Blah, 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 blah. Dang, now you're talking about Prime. Yes, I am. <laughs> but the thing is, like, we can have good, interesting human <laughs> characters. Or we can have, like, as you're talking about over there with the with with uh, appealing to children because Transformers frequently, especially in animation, is a kid's show. We have Beast Wars where mm-hmm. there are no humans. We have instead within the within the Transformers cast, we get our relatable human characters. We get the different generations, like with Cheetor as the kid appeal character. Say what you will about whether Cheetor is a character who people like or not. He fills that role, and he fills it well. He does what the story is trying to get him to do. I would, I would venture to guess that most children watching the show liked Cheetor, and most adults watching the show probably didn't as much. And that's just sort of... The, He's still going. Yep, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I think I've made the point, and I just don't really have a conclusion he, he to the point. Got it, got it. Gotcha. This poor gentleman's been standing here. Yeah, he's got an awesome shirt. I love that shirt. Yes? (laughs) So how well does Size Wife sit in that chair? Poorly. (laughs) He he needs he's uh he's not an athlete, but he needs an athletic supporter. What most deluxes fit on Starscream's throne just fine, but what the deal is with uh the sideswipe mold is he's got the uh the louvers on the back of his uh um legs there. So he ends up just kind of sliding off. And Are you does- saying he has fat legs? No, no, That's he's like a kid sitting in a big yeah, boy's he's, chair. He's got some serious cankles, unfortunately. Because <laughs> yeah, he'll just uh, he'll just kind of slip right he off. He got nice thick calves. Yes. Very good. So, <laughs> I mean, I I was I was fussing around with it, but I realized I was making too much noise. But like, I got him for a couple of photos I took earlier, where like he can, if I extend his legs out just right. And then say a little prayer, and then oh, there he goes! It happened. <laughs> Nobody breathe. What about this megatron? Oh, you can't! You can't ask him to transform that. I didn't right know now. it was bringing yeah. the toy to the podcast day. Yeah. Uh, well, this was my purchase at the very end, walking around the dealer room, and I got this for twenty five dollars. And the reason I wanted it was to display it in gun mode. Because, I mean, obviously that's not a thing that, you know, Hasbro is willing to do anymore. Uh, so th- these gun transformers are getting rarer and rarer. So uh, it- it's just a nice little, you know, display piece for, uh, for, for my shelf that I need to redo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the uh, classics, uh, based on the classics, but... In the U.S., they did it as like almost like a, a Nerf style gun, yeah, so that's uh, the just, purple. just Hang- to get it through, you know, and be able to be sold on the U.S. But in 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 the Asian market, they actually did you know a little bit more uh, traditional Megatron colors. So uh, if you have a chance, if you ever see the U.S. version, I think it's definitely worth picking up. This is a great Megatron. Uh, and the Nerf colors actually work for it, but um, I've always wanted one of the imported ones that I could display just because of the the rarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was going to say that the, I Maverick. Called, the I, Maverick. I have, a, yeah. I have a couple of them. Yeah. Actually, so. Speaking think... of gun transformers, there was some guy uh, in one of the rooms last night, and I think he had it on the dealer room floor as well. He had a stock of these Japanese water pistols. That are just Megatron's gun mode. Like, and you didn't tell me about them? I thought I said. No, you didn't. They were like $175. Yes. Okay, okay. I don't feel as bad now. Yeah, they're they're very expensive and they're (laughs) super, super illegal in the U.S. (laughs) Because they look just like a real gun. The water uh, gun's illegal, but the real guns are legal. (laughs) Welcome to America, my friend. (laughs) Technically, you have to just put an orange cap on the end, but I think we're we're at about time, unfortunately, because we've we've had such a good discussion. But yeah. I think we're 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 running a little late. So why don't we just uh, wrap up by uh, giving it, giving everyone get a, gets gets a plug in for their podcast, and then we'll we'll close out TFCon Chicago 2022. So maybe uh, 23 years in diecast. That's a, that that maybe we should start with you. The I'll se- go. Yeah. Seniority leads. Seniority. <laughs> Thanks, Brian Kilby, because, you know, I've only been doing this about 10 years with Brian Kilby, so. There was a version where you were, like, the young guy yeah. on, on yeah. Radio Free Cybertron. And- I was the young guy, and now I'm in my 40s, so. Uh, he used to be Baby Spice, now he's just Old Spice. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you can uh, check out our podcast, tfradio.net. Um and then we're live every Wednesday at 8.30 Eastern Time uh, on YouTube. So you just search Radio Free Cybertron on YouTube. Uh, and we pre-show starts at like 8 o'clock where we talk about, or they talk about usually about Star Trek and I get left out. But <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Uh, you can follow my podcast, Mike Cybert Radio, on pretty much every platform you get podcasts. Uh, you can follow me on social media. I'm on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm at Mike Cybert Radio. The spelling on my name is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, just the way it sounds. Um, I also have a separate Twitter account for my friend Starscream's Throne. That is at ScreamerChair86, <laughs> where I do stuff like this, where I put things in Starscream's throne, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, thanks for coming out, and thanks for having me. Oh, make good choices, just in case I don't get to say it later. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, Josh is. Uh, we do more than meets the ear, so I believe that's pretty much more than meets the ear podcast on everything except Twitter, which is MTMT ear. Yeah, Twitter. Twi- on Twitter, we're at MTMT ear. Uh, Spotify, more than meets the ear. And various others. We're either empty, empty ear podcast or just empty, empty ear. But you can yeah. definitely find the, the 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 Twitter where I post uh, utter nonsense. Yeah. And then I'm also with the Swerves Bar podcast. I believe that's at Swerves Bar podcast. I really I don't interact with that handle that much. I'm not. You know, this one I have Twitter access, but the other one I don't. And then we also do the. I think it's called Transformer. It's a D and it's a Homebrew Transformers D and D. It's a lot of fun. I think that one's on Spotify and YouTube. And then you can find me pretty much everywhere um, at a rogue Trish. How can you be at a bar? You're too young for that. You know what? It's, it's a bar on a different planet. They have different rules over there. Daryl, you want to rep transmissions? Um, transmissions podcast uh, uh, at uh, TRNS missions because uh, we we couldn't get the one with the A. I think it was like a trans. I think it was a transmission shop that had it. 
So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's also transmissionspodcast.com. Uh, we have the website. So with yeah. the A. That, yep. that has so, the A there. Yep. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, you know, Instagram. Does that still get used? Somebody, does somebody post on Instagram for us still? We still have the password, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we, post on, uh, we post on YouTube now. So our, our, at our 500th episode, we, we went completely video. So we are a fully video podcast now. And uh, that's been fun. But, uh, yeah, you can find me at, uh, on Twitter as well at CybertronBeast. And, uh, yeah, um, I just post I, – I post pictures of Transformers and comics. I, I buy a lot of comic books too. So I, I uh, um, yeah, not just Transformers. I do a bunch of other crazy crap. And uh, every now and then I post pictures of my kids because I'm an old bugger too. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are also all guests on uh, childrenofprimus.com, which is our podcast. And that'll be live. Oh, oh, oh awesome. Yeah. 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 So we just plugged you. There you um, go. For our three viewers. So. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. All right, cool. You should and have I'll... talked to us before the show started. You could have been up here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have fun doing this. Oh. <laughs> and I'm... Notice I got my question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was my deal, too. It's like there, there, I used to be a heckler. And, like, you know, these guys would be like, come on up. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> but this time I was like, no, I'm going to crash. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that seat. I think that's a, that's a good place to be. Yeah. And I'm Charles, a.k.a. Big C. Uh, and, uh I also have um, I have a Twitter too. I don't use it that often. It's at CP Shelton. Uh, also, want to mention our uh, we have do a live play RPG podcast as well, Empire of Rust. That's an awesome uh, Transformers role playing game podcast. That's run by our editor and producer uh, Mike Ordway, who so he, was at, uh, he was at he was at Baltimore. He was not here today, but uh, you know he definitely want to give him a shout out. He he did a lot of work and continues to do a lot of work for Transmissions. And also his his awesome uh, RPG podcast is doing a great job. He and he used he used to use the tagline he's the the first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Well, can't use that anymore because uh, so it's great that we've got more we've got more Transformers RPG podcasts out. That's awesome. So uh, maybe there'll be a crossover in the future. Well, you know I'm I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting the energy out there in the universe, and we'll see if the see if we can make that happen in the future. But the Thanks everyone, uh, and thanks to, thanks to everyone here who thanks stuck, for to yeah, for, hung out mm-hmm. at the to the bitter end of TFCon Chicago 2022. Thanks That's for really thanks ma- for, making the use of your ticket. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, let's do right, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the ceremonial. <laughs> that was easy this year. Yeah. I still gotta get back in the dealer room, so my like. <laughs> and we'll we'll see everyone at the next show. I'll yep. see all y'all in see LA. So yeah. This won't yeah, get right. you into the deal. Or on the no, internet. I give you. <laughs>